0: All it. Right. All right. Here we go. On live. <clears throat> All right. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, we're talking about the fastest way to lose weight. So what is the fastest way to lose weight? I'm going to lay it out for you. And I'm kind of surprised you haven't thought of this already, but let's get into it. So the absolute fastest way that you can lose weight would be for you to stop eating any food Um, I would say water fasting and drinking water, but if you wanna lose water weight fast too, you probably shouldn't drink any water. So we wanna cut the food out, cut the water out, and then if you wanna burn as many calories as possible. Now, this is gonna be challenging because you're gonna get weak pretty quick from not eating food and not drinking water, but for the couple days that you have the energy to actually exercise, you will be able to burn more calories and lose more weight. So yeah, that's the plan. Don't eat, don't drink anything, and exercise as much as you possibly can. That would probably be the fastest way to lose weight, short of potentially, if you wanna add something into that supplement wise, if you took laxatives as well, that would probably be the big four things you'd wanna do to lose weight as fast as possible. Okay, now I'm joking. Obviously you do not wanna do this, but I asked this question this way, and I I say, I'm gonna show you the fastest way possible because that technically is the fastest way you can lose weight possible. And so I make a point of expressing it this way to show you that you don't just wanna lose weight as fast as possible, okay? So stop saying that. Get more specific about the actual goal that you wanna achieve, which is that you want to lose weight in the fastest way possible that's the most sustainable. And you've gotta look at that part. It's the part that we always get tricked into not thinking about. And notice that if you thought I was gonna come out here with some amazing plan um, to lose weight the fastest way possible, There is no amazing plan to lose weight as fast as possible unless it's something really extreme now i make a point of making it ridiculously extreme just to make the point but what's the difference between what i said about not eating not drinking exercise but you can't take laxatives what's the difference between that and doing keto where you're going into ketosis and not eating a single carb just starting tomorrow or um never eating flour or sugar ever again starting tomorrow or intermittent fasting and taking two days off every day from eating starting tomorrow. And that's what you're going to do. And so, you know, it's like you have got to stop. You've got to stop just looking at how can I lose weight as fast as possible because it is that mindset that is keeping you stuck in this hamster wheel of not getting any results and thinking about it constantly, occasionally trying to attempt to lose the weight and then putting it back on because you're wrapped up in this cycle of I just wanna lose the weight as fast as possible. You start to do some extreme plan, you can't maintain it and then you take a break from it then you come back and do the exact same thing over again. So remember my plan, if you're really serious about losing weight as fast as possible, there you go. (laughs) Gave it to you for free, all right? Take it and run with it. But of course you know you can't do that because it's not healthy, it's not sustainable in an extreme sort of way, but you have to start looking at whatever weight loss plan you're going to do from this point forward. You've got to bounce it off the concept and the idea is this sustainable? Am I going to be able to keep this thing up for any amount of time? Because if you're not, if it's only something you're going to be able to do to lose the weight, why are you even doing it? Do you really want to do that to yourself where you lose the weight and then put it all back on? What is that going to feel like? How many times have you already done that? You know, so I give you this thing to kind of snap you out of the trance of I just want to lose weight fast. No, you want to lose the weight fast and then keep it off as long as possible. And out of the two of those, right? So I ask you this, if you could choose between losing the weight as fast as possible or as long as possible, which one would you take, right? I know you're saying, oh, I'll lose it as fast as possible and then I'll figure out how to, to keep it off. No, you won't, you know? So it's important to start whatever plan you want to do, whatever weight loss method you're going to use, it's important to start it off on day one with understanding that this is something I wanna do forever. And if the idea of doing that plan forever terrifies you, then it's the wrong plan. You know, that you need to use it as criteria. You need to have a, a bigger criteria than just losing weight fast. You gotta start thinking, how long can I keep this up? And when you start thinking that way, everything changes because now you orient yourself to creating long-term sustainable changes and you start finding um, you know ways to lose weight that you can live with, you know, and then you can grow with them and you can evolve them and optimize them and make them work for you. That's the secret. It can't just be about rapid weight loss. I gave you that plan and you don't want to do it. (laughs) Of course you don't want to do it. And if you want to do it, you'll only be able to do it for a little while. So that's not going to work for you. That's not going to help you reach that goal. And so I always like to say, again, I know you're impatient and you want to lose weight fast, but what is losing weight fast? Is it just losing it for a week or a month and then putting it back on? Is that what you want? Because that's fast weight loss. The fastest weight loss is the extremest weight loss and it's the shortest weight loss. (laughs) And so what you want to do is you need to orient yourself to, I want to lose weight fast. But my definition of losing the weight is to lose it once and for all, to be done with it, to lose the weight, master my weight, live it my goal for the rest of my life. That's what I want to do, and I want to do that fast. And the fastest way to make that happen, is to start with slow, incremental, strategic changes to your lifestyle, to your eating, that you can maintain and sustain and build upon. And you start to develop a way of living, of eating, that allows you to live at your goal weight. But it's something you develop and you get better at. You develop it as a skill. It's not something you just crash your way to lose all the weight, because again, that's temporary, that's short term. So from now on, when you think about losing weight and you wanna lose it fast, make sure you bounce it off the criteria, am I going to be able to sustain this? And if you're not, move on to the next plan. <laughs> All right, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I would love to answer them if I can. Um, let's see, oh, hey, how's it going? Um, Travis Sod. I, 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 am I crazy? Am I, is my memory bad? Or I just I just haven't put this together. Please tell me your name one more time. I'm going to get it this time, I promise. I I don't want to keep calling you Travis because I know it's not your name. Um, I signed in yesterday to your plan. Miriam. Hey, very nice. Great job. Did you watch the training? Go watch the training. Lost it fast. Put it back on fast. Yeah. Story of everyone's life, right? (laughs) Love this. Good. I'm glad. How is hitting a plateau possible when I eat around 900 calories and fast 24 hours every other day? Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll give you my take on this, you know, and I don't know. Is this really why is it? Is it that you're causing so much stress in your body that you're you're training your body to hold on to any weight possible? You know, I don't know. But I've seen that, you know, but but that sounds like such a miserable. And sometimes I, I don't know, you know, sometimes it's like your subconscious mind protecting you. I swear. I don't want to go into that just, you know, anecdotal woo woo stuff. But um, sometimes when we're so like, I just want to lose weight, I just want to lose weight and you're doing it in an unhealthy way because fasting 24 hours every other day eating 900 calories that sounds terrible that doesn't sound like a, a healthy way to achieve a goal weight you know and so um you know I, I would suggest you come up with a different plan you know because that sounds i mean how how is it for you you know what i mean how is it doing that it sounds terrible um greetings sir and thank you keep posting well thank you thank you i'm glad you're enjoying the post um yeah you lost lots of muscle yeah of course right um yeah. yeah, yeah. Don says I'm finally going for as long as possible. Thanks to you. Good, good. Yeah. That, that's what we want. We want to start going as long as possible. Um, that's the secret. I also appreciate your weight goal perspective. I was picking unrealistic number. Yeah. Another big one, right? A lot of people do that. They just pick a, a, a number, just some arbitrarily low number. Uh, and so for a lot, a lot of my clients, one of the, one of the most common things is they raise the goal weight, you know, um, raise it up a little bit. Because, again, that, that weight, that number on a scale doesn't mean anything, you know, by itself. You know, it's how you achieve it. And so a lot of times when you take how you're going to achieve that goal weight into account, a higher weight's the one that's going to be the best quality of life. Because, again, if you can get to a really low weight for a, a week, you know, who gives a shit? It's like it's about what can you maintain. That's where you need to orient yourself to. You know, that's really, really important. Um, Jill, Jill. Okay, that was my last time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Jill, Jill. Oh, yeah, Jill, out in London. Yeah, I got you. Got it. <laughs> I finally put it together. I, I was just at a weird block there, but I got it now. All right. I keep losing weight and putting it back on. Yeah, right? That's what everyone does, you know? Again, just right off the bat, I got a little speck in this thing. Makes I got a beauty mark of mine. Cheek. Um, what most people do, they're so fixated on losing weight. And so right off the bat, I tell you that your goal is not to lose weight. It's to get to your goal weight and live there for the rest of your life on near autopilot. So make that the new goal, not just to lose weight. Because... I mean, you're not going to believe this, but your subconscious mind is extremely literal. And sometimes you're like, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. And you're just obsessed with that phrase. Like all you want to do is lose weight. Well, once you lose it now, it's like, well, what do I do now? And I think that there's like a vacuum there. Well, what do I do? I can't lose weight anymore. So What am I going to do? Uh, you know what I mean? So you think like a dieter, you have a dieter's mindset where you're overweight and you think about losing weight all the time. And sometimes you do lose the weight, but as soon as you get that weight loss happening, you have no clue of how to be a thin person. You have no idea how to think like a thin person. And so it's so uncomfortable. And you're just like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Didn't prepare for this. And I know logically, it's like, well, I'll just figure it out. Yeah. But you're not a logical person. You're a subconscious person. And so subconsciously, you get to that goal weight and you're like, oh, shit, I don't know who I am. What am I doing? And you put the weight back on so you can lose it again, get back in that comfortable cycle. Now you don't like it, but you're comfortable with it. You're familiar with it. You know, so right off the bat, change your goal. I don't want, I just want to lose the weight. No, you don't. You want to live at your goal weight. Okay, you want to live at your goal weight for the rest of your life start saying that as a mantra in your mind because that's a much more accurate description of what you want and it sends you in a different direction you know so that'd be my suggestion to you um bum, bum, bum. I haven't been hungry and I get full longer and more fast lost 27 pounds in a month and a half okay yeah I haven't been hungry and I get full longer i mean I just don't know I, I think that um I think when you're eating 900 calories a day and, and not eating for every other day uh, I, I don't I don't know. I, I just, do you, you see doing that forever? You're just doing this to lose weight. I, you know, I, it just seems like an unsustainable plan, to be honest. Um, I don't know. That's what I think. What do you think about setting goals more often? Like a goal of weighing five or 10 pounds less a number of times. Yeah, that's a great idea. Breaking it up is so crucial because, you know, I, I was, what happens subconsciously is you're always thinking about losing 50 pounds or whatever the number is, you know, but it's like 50 pounds, actually 50 pounds. But you think about losing 50 pounds, it's like so overwhelming. You go into a state of overwhelm and then you just shut down and you're like, oh, I don't even know. I'll never be able to do that. It feels so far away. It feels so overwhelming. You're just discouraged. And then you're just like, oh, I don't want to do that. You know, do, do you not notice that <laughs> you got to recognize that you keep thinking about losing the, the big goal that you want to achieve, but understand that all big goals are really just the accumulation of small goals. You can't lose 50 pounds short of chopping a leg or an arm off, right? You can't lose 50 pounds. You can lose a pound. Then you can lose another pound. You drop another pound, <laughs> you know, and so that feels much more your, your brain here your might mind understand that a lot more, you know, and to be honest, you came and lose weight, by the way. Okay, so even that the idea of losing weight doesn't mean anything to your subconscious mind Um, because your weight loss is an effect. It's a reflection of what you're eating and how you're living. And so really what you want to do is you want to focus on the process. You want to get obsessed with the eating and the lifestyle pieces of it that, you know, are going to lead to the goal you want. But you really the less time you spend focusing on the goal itself and the more you spend on focusing on the process, the the faster this process is going to go for you. You know. Um, so yeah, breaking up the goals though, into five pounds, 10 pounds, I think it's great because it feels way more. What's happening when you set a 50 pound goal is it feels, yeah, a 50 pound goal is months away, at least maybe a year away. And so it feels so far away. There's a thing in your mind called future discounting. And so your brain just discounts how that's going to be. It feels so far away. It's like, oh, I'm never going to do that. But if you start breaking down to five pounds, 10 pounds, well, that's way closer. And so your brain's naturally a lot more motivated because it feels more realistic for it. Um... Um, I was either on diet, being as strict as possible, or eating as much as possible. No in between. Yeah, Jill, that's the that's the classic, right? That's what most people do. It's the all or nothing diet mentality, and that's the biggest problem. You know what I mean? That you got to overcome. There, there's kind of concentric Russian nesting dolls of of thoughts, uh, um, paradigms that the diet diet mindset's in. And it all starts with dieting is a short-term thing you're gonna do. I'm gonna diet until I lose the weight. And so you need to stop that, you need to get out of that. That's why I always tell you, it's not about losing weight because when you think about, oh, I just need to lose the weight, you think of it as a temporary thing. And as soon as you think of it as a temporary thing, forget it. Then you start thinking, well, I'm gonna choose the most extreme plan to get over as quick as possible. And then you do a quick plan and then you can't stick with it and you just keep repeating that cycle. So you gotta orient yourself to long-term, I wanna get to my goal weight and I wanna live there forever. Again, it just sets you on a different path. It's a different paradigm to exist within, all right? And when you start extending the time frame, there is no all or nothing because you can't be perfect for 10 years. You can't be perfect for a year, you know? And so it, allow, it forces you to start thinking, okay, and you see, you see things more accurately because what's happening when, you, when you're dieting and trying to lose weight on a diet, you're thinking of it like a sprint. And so on a sprint, right, only perfection is going to get you the win. You, you, you trip a little bit. You've lost a sprint. If it's a marathon, you can trip and still get back in the race. And you keep thinking of your weight loss. Oh, thanks for the rose. You keep thinking of your weight loss like it's a sprint that requires perfection to win. And so you don't give yourself any space to learn or grow or make a mistake and come back from it. Because every little mistake feels a complete failure, you know. But that's because you think of it as a temporary thing. And you need to be perfect in order to get the results. That's bullshit. You don't. And so I have just made a video of this. You don't have to be perfect to lose weight, you know, and especially the longer your time frame is, the easier it becomes to master your weight. That's the irony. It's easier to master your weight than it is to lose weight because lose weight is a temporary short-term thing where you just want to get the results as fast as possible. Weight mastery is forever. So as soon as you start thinking about how am I going to master and live at my goal weight forever, you have to pick different strategies, strategies that you can live with. And that's a that's again, that's something you never consider because all you say, oh, I could do anything for a little while. Yeah, sure. But we're not talking about a little while. How long do you want the wait off for? A month? And then put it back on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you're just in this trance. You're, you're walking around like a diet zombie, not thinking straight. You know, so I'm here to kind of snap, snap you out of it. You know, that's my, that's my job. Can I still have candy and a calorie deficit? Yeah, sure. Of course. Um again, I'm a big fan of Never, you know, you should really think about it like how can I eat my favorite foods and lose weight? That's how you should start thinking about it. You know, not the diet thing. How do I get rid of everything so I can lose weight fast? No, how can I lose weight in a sustainable way and still have my favorite foods? And what that causes you to go towards is you you have to be strategic, you know? So I still eat all of my favorite foods, but I eat them more strategically. I don't eat as much of them, okay? So it's like, oh, I'm not going to get to eat as much candy as I like. Yeah, okay, I gave up the candy that that I, I don't eat as much of it, but now I got my body. You know what I mean? And that's a good trade-off for me. And I still eat candy sometimes, okay? But I bet I enjoy it more because there's no guilt or shame or frustration about my weight and all that stuff when I'm eating it. But yeah, you can have candy. But I will say, and again, you want to be very, I I, I treat candy and sugar like I do alcohol. I still drink, but I'm very careful with it. Because I can get out of control with alcohol. I can get out of control with candy. I can get out of control with carbs. And so I'm very, we don't think it's sugar that way. You know what I mean? We just, like, oh, it's just a benign. Oh, it's fun. I'm a kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, no. It's, it's like, serious substance. You know what I mean? It lights up the same parts of your brain as cocaine does. So you ought to be very careful with sugar. I don't think you have to stop it completely, but you need to be very, like, again, like alcohol. you got to moderate it. You know, and anything else other than that, it's like then you're not serious, you know. But yeah, you can have candy, you can be in a calorie deficit, um, but you got to be careful of the candy because it does trigger. It's an addictive substance, you know, and so you got to be careful with it. Um, were you ever overweight or unhealthy? Is that where this knowledge comes from? Yes, I, I dropped fifty pounds, um, but I really, I just absolutely transformed myself from the inside out into an unhealthy person into a healthy person, and I mean that in every way possible—physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, every single way. I was in a bad spot and i literally turned all of it around 180 degrees and it's been 30 years of it 20 years professionally and that's where i've come up with a lot of this stuff i'm obsessed with it um with the blueprint to eating can we go as slow with change as we want yes jill yes that's the point so jill's in my program and so what she's referencing is in my program there's a 60 page workbook which is your weight mastery blueprints there's mindsets Mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint. And i it's like a pyramid, right? Because the mindset's the most important thing. That's the foundation of all your success. Lifestyles on top of that, you need the lifestyle piece underneath the eating piece. And then there's the eating piece. Now, most people just focus on the eating piece and that's why you're not getting the results you want. Um, But, yeah, you can take as long as you want because that is an eating blueprint that's built forever. It's built for you. It's a living, breathing document. You know what I mean? So it's like you start working on it. You test it out and tweak it. You come back to it, tweak it some more. I now have an eating blueprint that I follow. I know exactly what I'm going to eat, and I I know where I'm going to eat. I eat five days that are based on eating clean and two days where I eat for pleasure. And that's how I mix them up. Those two days of pleasure are crucial for my weight loss success, because I look forward to them all week. I can't wait. And now again, we're, we're strategically manipulating dopamine. I'm not gonna go into that right now, but because I have that to look forward to, it, it, makes, me, it makes it easier to eat on the clean days, okay? So again, the, the point is, it's very strategic. You have no strategy when it comes to your weight loss. All you get from diets are tactics. Do this one thing do this one thing, don't eat for 12 hours, don't eat carbs, eat cabbage, eat Mediterranean food, eat like a South Beach person, whatever that means. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's really important that you understand that you just have tactics and that's why you're stuck. You have no, you don't know shit about how to lose weight. <laughs> like really, you don't know how to motivate yourself. You know what I mean? You don't know how to think like a thin person. You have no idea how to change your habits other than just affect them with willpower. You know what I mean? Like you, you have no idea about the nuts and bolts, the strategy, the mindset to really live like a thin person. And so that's what this whole program's about. So yeah, you take it as slow as you want there's no race it's not about doing it fast it's about doing it right and having it for a lifetime that's the goal you're after jill so yeah you take it as slow as you want to go um yeah it is brilliant <laughs> i love your five two approach i'm doing this stay tuned it's a game changer yeah don great that's super yeah the five two approach is the five days and again it's an intention so i'll make clear five days clean eating that's the intention eating for nourishment and two days where it's more pleasure Okay. Now it doesn't mean that I, every everyone, I'm eating a clean five days. It doesn't mean I'm always eating perfect. Cause that's the intention. And so I, I there's space there to, you know, sometimes I mess it up. It's no big deal, but that's the intention. That's the goal. And that's what I'm working to live up to on those days. All right. Um, three days in a program. If you try it, I promise your life will change. <laughs> yeah. Jill, I know. Right. It's, it's, it's instant. My, yeah. My program is crazy. Cause it's a, it's a complete, it's like a weight mastery, a hypnotic weight mastery cocoon that you get in, you know, for eight weeks. And, um, yeah, it just it gives you everything you need to really think like a thin person. Y'all, if he's resonating with you, don't forget to tap the screen and send some likes. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, more likes. Um, what does the program give you? Okay, so the program, real quick, it's um, it, it's an eight-week program, okay? So the first thing you learn is the Program Yourself Thin Technique. This is a self-hypnotic programming technique. It takes about a minute or so. You do this every night because you need to learn how to program your own subconscious mind. That's You need to do that. This is why hypnosis sessions alone will not work for you. You need to gain an understanding of how to influence your subconscious mind. That's what hypnosis is. Hypnosis is not going to some goofy trance. It's the process of influencing your subconscious mind. And you do this every night when you're watching TV or a movie where you're sitting there and you're relaxed, you're calm. You know you're in a room, but your attention is absorbed with the show and you're imagining the show and you're experiencing it vicariously. So if you're watching sports, you're releasing adrenaline. If you're watching a comedy, you're laughing. If you're watching a drama you're feeling sad and so we do this all the time so what i teach you is how to do this intentionally to yourself so you can program your own behaviors into your subconscious mind you need to be able to do this because you don't live in a vacuum and situations change so it's like what works now you might need to tweak it for next week so this gives you the ability to kind of it's what's the saying right that um teach a per you know give a person a fish feed them for a day teach a person a fish feed them for a lifetime this teaches you how to program your own subconscious mind so that you can be at your goal weight and deal with the challenges that are coming your way in the most effective way possible. Okay. The next part is the workbook. And this is a 60 page workbook where you create your weight mastery blueprints, mindset, lifestyle, eating strategies that are specifically designed for you. What a crazy concept, right? You're going to create strategies that are designed for your genetics, your preferences, your lifestyle. Okay. And the next piece is the hypnosis. So my program's delivered through a phone. So every morning you wake up, there's a little message there for me. You click on it and you get a five-minute hypnosis session you listen to. Every day, it's a different one for eight weeks. And so you listen to that five minutes and you start your day in a relaxed, calm state with all this positive stuff going into your brain, and your subconscious mind. Then at night, there's a sleepnosis session. That one's a 10-minute one. There's one where there's no countdown, so you just go to sleep. The other one, there's a countdown if you're listening to it earlier. The night, and then there's like twenty five other sessions you can listen to. So the, again, the hypnosis is there to support you as well. And then there's coaching calls every week. So Tuesday and Thursday there, there's three coaching calls a week where you get to work with me directly. You know, and that that's a game changer. You know, because I've done over five thousand private weight loss sessions. You know, the way I think about weight is is extremely practical. As my clients always tell me, it's just a very very practical approach um, to changing your weight. Because if you think about it, what every single weight loss approach you've ever done. I don't even know you, but here I go. I'm going to tell you something about yourself. Every single weight loss approach you have ever done in your entire life is always someone telling you what to do and you trying to get yourself to do it. And you have no idea how to influence your subconscious mind. You have no idea how to influence your behaviors. So you use willpower to try and force yourself to follow whatever plan it you're trying to follow. And you're never able to do it for long because you never make any subconscious mindset shifts in yourself okay so my approach is an inside out approach to mastering your weight to living as the person that you want to be you know and so it's not even just about weight i want to make that clear it's really about becoming the person you want to be i always say we take your weight loss and we wrap it in personal development so this is really a program of personal development of becoming the person who you truly want to be and live as that person and a side effect of that is that you live at your goal weight as well this this shift and focus is extremely important because weight loss is not a very motivating thing to your mind and body. (laughs) You know, it's the opposite. You've evolved over millions of years. We all have to have bodies that want to eat as much calories as we possibly can. There's not a shred of cell in you that wants you to lose weight. Every part of you wants you to eat more food because it thinks there's not gonna be any food tomorrow because that's how we've lived for millions of years until the last 50 years. Okay. So weight loss in itself is it's really it's not enough motivation, you know? Um, yep. Yes, I think I'm going to start there for sure. Yeah, yeah. The 5-2 is great. If you find yourself fed up with on and off being unhappy, do it. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, you go check it out, folks. I mean, like there's a free hypnosis session. I give you stuff for free as well. I mean, I got a program, you know, um, but I also give you lots of free stuff. So if you're, if you're struggling with your weight and you're frustrated, which you probably are, right, you probably think about it all the time, right? You think about your weight and losing weight all the, all day long, every day. And yet you're not getting any results. How is that? You ever wonder about that? You know, it's kind of like, like, how can that be? Yeah. Yeah. So much support. It is. It's crazy support. That's what someone said too. Like, you know, and I got to say, this is a new program I put together. Cause I've been doing a lot of private coaching over the last few years. Um, I was certifying some coaches and programming myself then last year, but I came back. And I'm like, I wanted to do a group program. And this has been the first like group coaching program. And it's been so cool to do because there, there's a lot of coaching calls. So it's like every Tuesday and Thursday. And, um, so someone was saying that like, even it's not even just once a week, you know what I mean? Like, like twice a week, it, it's like an immersion program. That's how it's designed. It's an at-home immersion program. Cause that's really important too. You know, in addition to, you know, like if you think about how do you even commit to your weight? Like if you really want to make a big commitment, and invest in yourself with your weight, how would you even do it? You know what I mean? Like you go buy a bunch of meal, shitty meals, um, or buy meal plans that you gotta, you know, pay out the nose for forever. That's one, one thing you can go like some retreat. You know, but never do that because when you learn stuff outside of your normal environment and then you go back to normal environment, you're gonna forget all of it. Okay, it's really important that you learn to be the person you want to be within your normal environment. I'm not gonna go into all the details of that, but there's a lot of psychology to that, and so it's really important. So this is a an at-home immersion program where you really learn how to think, act, and respond like a naturally thin person, but it's all customized around you. You know that that's the key thing. You know, Um, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Jill loves it yeah Jill's already like she joined I think on like Sunday or something it's like yeah you know what I mean there's been two calls I mean you and you get to see other people too I think that's really important as well it's like to see other people with the same challenges you have I think first off it's beneficial because you're like oh I'm not I'm not the only one and I know you kind of know that but when you hear other people's like the specificity of what they're dealing with you're like oh that's just like me You know, and I think that's a helpful thing because you're like, oh, okay, it's not so crazy. But then most importantly is you see how, you see how we're dealing with it. You know what I mean? Like you see the solutions we're solving for them because they're completely different. It's not me saying, come on, come on, get, let's get going, let's go get back on there. You want this or not? You know what I mean? It's not that personal trainer approach. My whole career has been, how do I take people that aren't motivated and get them motivated? You know what I mean? So it's a completely different approach. You can see it actually, if you go to my YouTube channel, um, you'll see like I actually did, I did some, uh, coaching calls with a couple people. And so you can see what I'm talking about within context, you know, the actual people with real, you know, weight challenges that you can relate to and how we approach them, you know, cause it's just completely different. Cause no one ever, everyone's telling you what to do and no one ever showed you how to get yourself to do it. Right. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) You know, it's like, no one ever showed you how to get yourself to do it. The problem isn't that you don't know what to do. The problem is you can't get yourself to stick with it. Right. If you were a computer, if you were a robot, you could just type in what you're going to eat all day, and then you would just eat that. You'd have no problem losing weight. The problem is you know what to eat, and then all of a sudden the afternoon comes, or the evening comes, and you next thing you know you're eating the cookies. Well, what the hell happened? Well, I had a craving. I couldn't stop it. I tried, and I couldn't do it. And that's the situation you're in. You know. And so you don't need another diet. There's not knowing what to do. Um, you know that that's what it is. I need this. What's the price on an eight-week program? The price on the program is two thousand dollars. Um. Awesome. Yes. I'm happy for you. Yeah. yeah. Just the way you explain it is totally relatable. No hidden junk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don. Yeah. He's magic. I hated water. Now I love it. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's, it's, it's the subtle things, right? I, I, had a, one of my, I'll, I'll never forget this client, but this was a very, very smart, successful woman. And we were talking about water and I said, what's going on with the water? You know, I'm like, you drink water. And she goes, nah, I never drink water. I said, you never drink water. What's going on there? And I said, why would you do that? I get very smart, successful. She goes, fish fucking it. I'm not drinking it. (laughs) Oh my God, we got to change that. You know, so it's like, that's what I'm talking about. It's it's not enough to know I should do something. You have all these weird subconscious associations that prevent you from doing what you know you should, you know, like, you know, you should eat vegetables and fruit, but you think about it and there's just no desire to do it. You know, you shouldn't eat cookies or ice cream, but the the desire is so strong that it overwhelms your willpower. You see, so it's all this subconscious stuff. Yeah, $2,000. Um, now, I will tell you, there is a way to get it for half price, okay? Um, if you go to my that link I put there and you sign up for the free hypnosis session, um, it, it takes a little bit, it takes like 10 minutes to send that to you, but then there's a training there, Three Steps to Master Your Weight. If you watch that training, it's about a half hour. You should watch it anyways, okay? Because if you're serious about losing weight, I mean, if you're just kind of playing around, then you can skip it. But if you're serious about, about losing the weight and really taking control of it, watch that training. And at the end of it, I talk about the program, explain it a bit. And there's a one-time discount I offer for people that watch the training. I'm a big believer in action being rewarded. You've got to burn that into your mind because no one just spontaneously loses all the weight or loses 20 pounds and's like, hey, you know what? This feels pretty good. I'm going to keep going. You've got to make the decision first. You to take the action first and then the results start coming. And so if you get to that there's a special offer, you know, when you can get it for half price. That's a one-time thing though, you know, so make sure, and I, I warned you before it, so if you're not ready to invest anything, stop the video there because the system can tell, you know, when you're seen it. Um, but I see that, I see that $2,000 with a bunch of question marks off after it. So let me talk to that, right? Because what, one of the biggest challenges you have with your weight is that you weigh undervalue it, your, your weight and your health, you weigh undervalue it, right? When you consider... You know, you look over the last decade of your life, right? And you calculate with your little calculator how much money you've spent on phones, on your phone, right? Um, how much money you've spent on, uh, you know, cable entertainment. <laughs> when you look at how much money you've spent on your car, you know what I mean? Um, and then look how much money you spent on your, your health and your weight, which really is your, is your life, I think, I mean, I don't know. Do you think that, do you think like how you eat over your life and how you're living are going to impact how long you're alive? Do you, do you, I don't know. You know, I always like to ask this question. You know, if I showed up on the last day of your life, you knew this was the last day of your life. And I said, listen, I'll give you another day. One more day to live for a thousand bucks for 2000 bucks. Would you, would you give it to me? No. How about a week? Well, what do you think? You're the one that knows your life. I don't know where you're at with your health. I don't know where you're at with your weight and your lifestyle. Do you think if you cleaned it up and made it better, you live longer? I mean, I do. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? So again, you know, listen, we live in a culture, right? It's, uh, it's America. Money talks, bullshit walks. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, what do you do? I always think this is crazy. This is what I mean. Like we live in an environment where you can't even invest in your weight and your health at a high level, you know? Oh, monthly payments. Okay, Don. You know what? Shoot me, shoot me an email. I'll, I'll help you out with that. Okay, I'll work you with that. And I know you. I know you're committed. So yeah, I am be happy to help you with that. Um, but you know, so the, why do I put it that price? Because what do you want it to be? Fifty bucks? What what's your body worth to you? You know what I mean? Like like what are you gonna willing to pay? Because I what's the Ozempic shit cost people? <laughs> right? Everyone. Oh, I'm thinking about Ozempic. I want to be nauseous all the time so I don't eat. I'm looking forward to being nauseous for the rest of my life and paying what. I've even looked this up. I keep meaning to look this. Up. I have a client too who's on it. Um, I may mean, keep me to ask her what she is paying for that. But what would you be willing to pay for some medicine that makes you sick so you can't eat? You know? And um, I don't know, you know. I feel like like what what is your health? What do you value your health at? If I had a magic pill that would make you thin, what would you pay for it? That's a great question to ask because this is this helps reveal some of the limiting beliefs you have. You say, Oh 2000 $2, dollars $2,000 to lose some weight? That's crazy, you know? Um, yeah, I, provide, I I give everything away for free. You know what I mean? Again, what you're getting, I always say this is the Coursera situation. You know what I mean? Like where it's like Coursera, you can go to Coursera, and if you don't know this, is a website. You can go there and take like Harvard, Stanford, Yale. You can take all the, the top universities on the whole planet. You can take their courses for free, right? Or you can go to college and enroll in it right? Which one of those do you think will give you better results? Well, I think, you know, the answer to that, right? Cause I've taken Coursera. Yeah. It's great until it's hard or boring and eh, forget that, you know, then I look back at college and college was tough. <laughs> college was really tough for me. I mean, it was like, I was working. It was like, man, this is hard. I was like, Oh, do I want to do this, but wh- yeah, I want to do it cause I've already invested all this money and energy and time into it. Yeah. I, I want to do it. And I'm glad I did it. You know what I mean? So anything that's important to you in your life, you can really measure by how much you've invested in it, how much you invest in your kids. Right, freaking, you know, I paid three grand for summer camps. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy, you know? So it's like, you, you, this is your, this is one of your first primary limiting beliefs is that you undervalue, you undervalue your health and your weight and you're not committing to it. What are you going to do? You're just going to like read about some intermittent fasting thing on the internet. And now you're going to just start it on Monday and you're going to do it. There's no level of commitment there. Your decision doesn't mean shit until you make a commitment to it. I'm not saying a commitment only is financial, but I, I don't, I don't know. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, like you might get lucky and just spontaneously be motivated out of nowhere, but I don't know my life. I, again, I, I've invested over $20,000 just in my, my health, health related certifications and programs that I've taken. I've, I've invested well over a hundred grand in my business, you know? So it's like, once you start investing in it, you take it serious, more seriously, you know? So, um, and I think you don't have, you don't, that's what I, I really, honestly, I don't believe you even have the opportunity to take your weight seriously. What are you going to do? You know, short of, oh, you know, buy like some shitty meal replacement service. Like that's not a real solution. My program's a solution. Let me grab these blueprints. You know what I mean? Um, You know, yeah, I tend to agree money out's a big deal. It is. It focuses the mind. It commits you. I mean, let's be honest. You you know what I mean? And it's like you look at all the things you're just investing in all the time where there's such a little return on investment. And this one here, again, I don't know. You either believe that what you eat over the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your life are going to extend your lifespan, reduce it, or make no difference? You know, um, and then never mind the quality of life along the way. How much is it worth to you to not have to live with always thinking about your weight? You know, and again, I'm not saying like, like eight weeks you're not gonna lose all the weight, but in eight weeks you're gonna create your entire plan. And then you're gonna tweak and optimize that plan as you move forward. But then it's like you finish it, and it's like, even in the program, like like I'll say this to Jill, Jill's in the program. It's like, she comes up to me in week three and she's like, ah, my motivation's kind of shitty. I don't know, I don't know what happened. Well, what are you gonna do? When your motivation goes away, That you have no tools at all. You have nothing you can do. You just have to wait to get motivated again, out of the blue. You have no sense of control over it. So for me, I can say, hey, go look at your motivation blueprint. Go read that and see what happens. You know, most of the time people come out, oh, okay, I'm fired up again. I forgot about that stuff because we need to reinforce. Okay, but sometimes I say, oh, you know, I don't know, it's not doing it for me anymore. Great, go back and tweak it. Okay, I needed to tweak. Okay, now I find the right motivation. You see, it's a pattern to like, it reveals the subconscious processes that give you the results you're looking for. And right now you have no sense of the subconscious processes that are dictating all your results, you know? And again, the fact that, what would you... Inv- I have a, I have a thing on there because I find it funny. Um, and again, I, I don't want to sound like an asshole. I, I know some people financially just don't have that money. I understand that. That's why I give everything away for free. I mean, I give you... No one gives more weight stuff away for free than me. <laughs> and I'm going to give more away. I've got more stuff. So again, make sure you go and opt in anyways. Go get the hypnosis session. Go watch the training. And then every day I send you positive and co- encouraging coaching emails to help you out along the way as well. Um, but I do have a survey and sometimes people answer it and say, well, what... What would you want this price? If this program was what price? Or is it like a range of prices? It's going like to $100. $100? Would you want to go to college for 100 bucks? Do you want to buy a car that's $100? You can buy a house that's $100. You know? Some of you a pair of shoes that's 100 bucks. I, I, I mean, that's not... You know what I mean? Like, again, it's different for whatever thing you value in your life. Right, so I like, I like guitars. Am I going to buy a $100 guitar? No. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, it's a piece of shit. You know? So when it comes to your weight, like, oh, I'll, I'll pay 100 $100. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, that's why you're getting the results you're getting. I mean, honestly, you know, do you not, do you not think that your results reflect your commitment and investment level of something? What have you invested in big in your life? You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like, so, so again, it is what it is, but, um, yeah, yeah. Jill says, yeah, I love the blueprints, things no one had made me think about. That, that's what I'm trying to say. You feel completely lost. I always say this like with music. Like if you've never studied music, like you hear a song and you're like, oh, you hear the words and you're like, you like it, you know, you kind of the, the melody and stuff, but you have no, like you're blind, you're deaf to the structure of what's going on. Like you don't understand the measures, you don't understand the chord progressions, you don't understand the intervals between the notes. There's a, there's a science and a structure and understanding to that music that a musician can look at it and they can understand that and they can, you know, learn that those songs immediately because they understand that. And so when it comes to weight loss, you have no understanding, you're blind and deaf to all of the subtle processes that are dictating all the results you're getting all your behaviors, your subconscious mind's in control of your habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors, and you have no idea of how to influence it, which is why you keep repeating the exact same process over and over with your weight loss, you know, so you got to switch that up. Can you talk more about our subconscious choices and how we can work on these? Yeah, so your subconscious, you want to think it this way, right? Because again, this is the explanation, you've tried to lose weight before, and it's like, consciously, you're very motivated to do it, Right, Consciously you know why you want to lose weight. You know you want to lose weight. You know why you want to lose weight. You know what you should do to lose weight. And this is the party of that tries to get you to do those things. And then there's some party that compels you to do the wrong thing. This is your subconscious programming. And so it doesn't... It, it operates differently and it's triggered usually by environmental cues. If you look at your behaviors, like snacking, um, or overeating, or eating junk food. It's usually happening in specific times. It's not happening all day long. It's usually happening in the afternoon, or it's happening at night when I sit in front of the TV. There's a specific sequence and structure to that behavior, and it's all subconscious. You don't have to remember. You don't have to remember to snack at night. You just find yourself doing it. It's a subconscious program that's triggered by that environment, and so um, it's not. They're not subconscious choices as much as they are subconscious programs that are activated. Let me put it that way. And I hope that explains things to you because you always feel like you're fighting against yourself. And, and, and technically you are because you have your subconscious programming and then you have your conscious mind trying to fight against those. And what the, we do in the program is we're looking to use the conscious mind to reprogram, to put new programs into your subconscious mind that run on autopilot. You can't micromanage all your eating all the time. You, know? you really have to – you're not meant to do that. Your conscious mind is about 10% of your brain. It's your prefrontal cortex. Your subconscious mind's 90% of your brain. So all the subconscious programs that run automatically, this part of your brain's way more powerful. And your conscious mind is gonna get bored, distracted, and not be there the whole time. And this is what you experience, right? You start out strong because you're motivated, and then that fades away. And you go right back to your old behaviors. You, you didn't go back to your old behaviors, your subconscious behaviors were there the whole time. You were just um, repressing them. You're gonna be fighting against them with your willpower. And as soon as you get distracted, bored, sick, whatever, those things just start running like they always were. I mean, you've seen this, right? I've been talking to people all the time. Even people like, oh, I lost weight. It was for a year. And then all of a sudden I got off track and put the weight right back on. Yeah, because you never, ever, ever, you know, influenced your subconscious mind to be different. You know? And it's like, so yeah, you never changed anything. It's kind of like, um, I, it's like, I don't know, you ever have a car? And it's like, it's making some shitty noise. And you're like, oh, God. So you just turn the radio up loud. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, yeah, you don't hear it anymore, but it's still there. And as soon as you turn the radio on, you still hear the noise. Well, it's the same thing with your subconscious mind. Like, you're not changing those behaviors, just restricting them and repressing them for a little while. And eventually, you're just going to go back to what you always did unless you change those, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Don says it's also obvious when you put it that way. That's the main point. And that's what I get all the time is that, you know, what I'm saying isn't rocket science, but it's also shit that you'll never just think of on your own most likely. You know, I really... It's not just me being obsessed with it. it's really... I mean, it was a pure miracle. I mean, I was just literally blessed. I was thinking this last name, purely blessed that in my life, within like a few months in my life, I was at a very low point, physically, mentally, emotionally, um, very low point. And through no fault of my own and no action of my own, really. Well, it wasn't action, but it was just, it just happened. But all of a sudden I was exposed to hypnosis, no linguistic programming, Tony Robbins, um, yoga, did I say hypnosis, Um, guitar, martial arts, all these things in a couple months. And it really just, it put me on a completely different path. Now I seized the opportunity, okay? Um, but yeah, it was just a whole new path opened up to me. And I really got obsessed with this. And I transformed myself. I got so amazed with the process and so obsessed with it all that I began working with other people. But what my whole path has been is one, especially my, my professional career, it's, it's a, there's an empty void in the weight loss field of people showing you how to get yourself to do the things you already know you should. And so a lot of times when you study the subconscious mind, it, it gives you, it explains why you've been struggling because you've had no explanation for it. You, you know, I try and tell you this and I'm not trying to be an asshole when I say this stuff, but if you've been trying to lose weight for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you literally, if you really are honest with yourself, you know as little about how to lose weight now as you did before you started your first diet. You haven't learned anything. You've learned a bunch of tactics that could work if you could follow them, I suppose, but you have no real idea of how to change yourself, you know? Here you are. I mean, you don't know how to lose five pounds. Never mind. Stop with the 50 pounds. You don't know how to lose five pounds, you know? And so, I don't know. There's so much there to learn, you know? I always appeal. I was like, oh, I know what to do. I just got to get myself to do it. That's the dumbest statement I've ever heard. Never say that out loud again, okay? Because you don't know. You don't know how to get yourself to do it. Yeah, if you were a robot, you might know what to do, but you're not a robot. So the main factor is how do you get yourself to do it? And you have no clue. And until you do, how would you ever lose weight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, does this heck one pound? Right? That's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, again, I don't say this to be an asshole. I say it to snap you out of the diet trance that you're in and get on a path of actually getting on a sustainable path to really master your weight. It's the most important thing, is it not? Yeah, yeah. Jill says diets really don't want me to be slim forever. They don't. They don't want you to be slim forever. You know, it's just a business model. But, um, yeah. What you have to do is you've got to commit to a different way. You know what I mean? And, and really commit to it and make it, I don't know, make it real for yourself, you know, but you gotta commit to it. You got to, <laughs> or else, what are you going to get? You know, how are you gonna get the results you want if you don't make some commitment to it, you know, and a new approach. I mean, geez, how, how could you not realize, at this point, I, I try to get on here too, because you know it's like you're 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 literally hypnotized by the diet, so you just don't see it. And plus, we're so overwhelmed with the diets that at this point, I mean, it's been literally your entire life you have been exposed to millions of weight loss diet ads. And at this point, you can't even separate weight loss from diets. You know what I mean? Like the only way you know about weight loss is think about this, right? This is a proof of point. The only if I asked you to write down three ways that a person could lose weight, I bet you would have a diet one. There'd be a diet, some Ozempic-type medicine, or surgery. You know what I mean? Like, the idea that you would start off on a slow, sustainable path and transform your mindset, your lifestyle, and your eating habits around you and really master your weight for good isn't, doesn't even come up in your mind. It's not even, a, it's not even an, an option. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're so entranced into it all. <laughs> uh, Cynthia says, hypnotize me, please. <laughs> do you also work on the fitness aspect or mostly nutrition? Um, I really work on the mindset piece, okay? So I I don't really work on the fitness piece of it much. You know, what I do is I there's the mindset piece and then there is the lifestyle piece. When I say lifestyle, I mean your sleep, proper sleep, hydration, relaxation, proper breathing, nutrition, movement, meditation, gratitude. So I work on those a lot. We, we fill that, that blueprint out and the eating blueprint. Um, with the movement aspect of the lifestyle piece, I start that really with whatever you want to do. And so that kind of starts off light with walking, simple things like that, yoga, really light yoga. But that goes into the, the fitness part of it. But the fitness piece is the exact same thing. It's just like once you understand how to program yourself, that's that main technique, how to use the self-hypnotic programming thing to program your subconscious mind. You would use that to in, get yourself to do the fitness things that'll allow you to reach your fitness goals. Hope that makes sense. Um, mommy red says i just saw your video about visualization i feel heard thank you well you're welcome that's why that's why i do it um what was I, i just wanted to say something what was i gonna say i was gonna say what was i just talking about the fitness thing well let me put it this way fitness any change you want to make, this is the big challenge most people have. Because most people, when they want to create a change in their life, really think of it externally. In oh, thanks, Don. Um, they think of it externally. In so they say, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do more exercising. And so they say, I'm gonna go to the gym, and, and it's very willpower oriented. What I've seen really makes the biggest difference for long term. Everything I'm doing is long term. So if you just want to work out for you know a couple of weeks, then then just use willpower. But if you really want to institute fitness into your life. Um, it's a process, you know, it takes reinforcement. That, that's what I wanted to say, is that a lot of times what people do, and I wanna make this clear about the hypnosis, it's not just like imagining yourself thin. You know what I mean? Like that's a part of it. We do wanna to connect to the outcome because it's motivating and we can learn a lot from that. But ultimately, whether it's improving your fitness, losing weight, changing your behaviors, anything that you wanna create change with, it's a, it's a hard path. And this never gets talked about enough. Making money, you can't just imagine yourself rich and you're just going to be rich. That's not going to happen. You know, just like, there's no law of attraction to imagine yourself a great piano player and then you're going to be a great piano player. You know, so so the key part of getting the results you want is not just imagining the goal you you want. That's important, but it's a, it's a small part of it. The key part is how do I get myself to consistently do the things that get me the results I want? And that's what no one really talks about. How do you get yourself to do the things that feel hard or difficult right now. Willpower willpower is a tiny part of that. The biggest part of that is reframing of changing your mindset so that you think about it differently and you think about yourself differently. And no one no one really talks about this. I mean, this is a neuro-linguistic program. Again, it's everyone's telling you what to do. Oh, just do this, just do this. And well, yeah, what are you gonna use your willpower to do it? You're not. Do you, what do you think, you don't know how to lose weight? I mean, god damn, do you really think you don't know how to lose weight? Because you've got to clarify your problem. It's not that you don't know how to lose weight. It's that you don't know how to get yourself to do it. Please make that distinction. Because <laughs> if you don't, you're going to keep looking for the diet, you know, I've been wanting to do a parasite cleanse for so long. And let's just say I got the confirmation I needed. Kind of freaked out. Any advice? <laughs> confirmation. The parasite cleanse. <clears throat> What's a parasite cleanse? Give me, give me a little more detail on that one. Let me know what the parasite cleanse is exactly because <laughs> you might get you might get the opposite confirmation if you let me know if it's something I don't agree with. <laughs> uh, that's funny. What's the parasite cleanse? Let's look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. Hold on. Let's see. Parasite cleanse. Oh, okay. So here we go. A diet that's free of foods that can feed parasites such as sugars and grains. Okay. Um I'll say this, right? Because I think, I'll tell you one of the benefits I have, and it's a mindset thing, right? When I look at this, and I think this will be helpful to you because what I always hear from people say, well, it's like you hear so many different things. You hear this from one place and this from another place and this study says this is good and then this one's, and we get all confused. So we want to reduce that confusion. And the way you reduce the confusion is to have context, okay? To have an understanding um, of why diets, what's the philosophy and what they're saying? So if you look at keto, right? So keto, Again, it's a tactic, and they're trying to sell a concept. They're trying to make it as simple as possible to so be like, oh, I could do that. And so what they're doing, though, is that in our society, the biggest problem with weight is refined grains, flour, and sugar. But flour is the big one, and they usually come together. So keto says, oh, get rid of that. You know, we're going to go into ketosis. And so, again, the philosophy is that it's just a way to reduce refined carbs. Well, great. That's going to help most people, you know, lose weight. And so... Why do we do intermittent fasting? Well, again, it's a way to reduce calories in a unique way. Okay, right? Um, Weight Watchers, oh, we're going to count points. Okay, I get it, but that's a way to just reduce calories. You know, they're all kind of schemes to, to get you to reduce calories. And so a parasite cleanse, it sounds like, it, I'm just, if this is what it is, what I'm looking at, <laughs> Dr. X, all right. Um, yeah, you want to get rid of flour and sugar, right? So flour and sugar are the big problems that we all have in the society, right? There's an overabundance of them, um, processed foods. You know, these are the big things. And so, yeah, do your cleanse. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe it'll be great, a great way to kind of start it off. Um, but understand that, because again, with the cleanse is, again, cleanse, subconsciously, that's coded as, again, a short-term thing, just like a diet. And so, again, I'm not saying there's not a time and a place for short-term challenges or, you know, do something really hard for a little while. I think there's a time and place for that as long as it's in the context of, okay, once the cleanse over, what am I going to do, you know? And so, um, Because you may find you do the cleanse, you might not be able to get through it. Right, and it's like, I tried doing the parasite cleanse and I got three days into it and then I stopped doing it. Or I did the parasite cleanse and I felt amazing and then I kind of fell off of it. You gotta stop with the all or nothing bullshit, you know? You gotta get in the spot where it's like, okay, parasite cleanse, okay, I'm gonna reduce flour and sugar, I'm gonna cut it out completely because that's not good for me. Okay, great. And then you do it then you come off and then you start eating flour and sugar. Well, what you wanna do is, fine, because the next step becomes, because again, the cleanse isn't all or nothing, right? And so the all or nothing thinking is your biggest challenge to lose weight mentally. Okay? Because you're always in that short-term time frame. And you've got to start putting yourself into a position where you're thinking long term. Because you're most likely, again, it's the same thing with keto. You're not going to give up carbs forever, most likely. Most likely. You know, you're not gonna give up sugar forever, most likely. And so instead of always thinking, yes, I am, that's what how I gotta lose weight, it's deadly, it's causing parasites in my body. I can't eat sugar, I can't eat flour. Because that's the mindset we get into when we're going to do a cleanse. You have to take a step back and say, okay, sh- flour and sugar aren't good for me. I want to reduce them. I want to systematically reduce them. Do I want to get them out of my life completely? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, well, how can I eat them more moderately, more responsibly? That's a whole different conversation, though, than trying to demonize them for a week so you can do a cleanse and then find yourself right back to eating them again. I, I hope that makes sense. You know, What's up, Vicky? Yes, yeah, use logic, not emotions. Brilliant. Yeah, Don. Shoot me an email because well, let, let's get you in the program. We got a bunch of people. Jill's in the program, and Jill and Vicky, you're both Londoners. So if people from the United Kingdom can do it, anyone can do it. i <laughs> just kidding. I'm just joking with y'all. I thrived on keto, however, it was very hard to stick. Yeah, it is. I, I hear that all the time. Again, I would, I would change. I would almost like change the words. I wouldn't use the word that you thrived on keto anymore because that takes all the meaning out of thriving. Because you're gonna thrive on my program because it's gonna feel 100% inside and out good. And if you're struggling, if you're white knuckling it, if you're all wobbly every day, like trying to stick to keto, that you got to change your definition of thriving. You can say I lost a lot of weight. Physically, I felt good. Because I'll tell you, my when I was a raw foodist for a little while, experimented with that. Physically, I felt pretty good. I felt light. I felt I felt good. Mentally and emotionally, I was absolutely obsessed with food it wasn't a healthy space to be in mentally and emotionally. So I wouldn't say I was thriving on it, even though I I lost some weight and I was feeling healthier. So make sure when you use that word thrive, that's a, that's a sacred word. Okay. And you really want to have a complete understanding of what thrive is and thrive. Like I can tell you I'm thriving because I love, I love living and eating the way that I live now. And I've been doing it for a while. So I feel secure in it. Um, it helps. I'm not hungry. I don't have a lot of unhealthy cravings. I got a way of eating. That's just automatic and natural. I'm never fighting against bad foods. You know, I mean, I am just, I'm coasting. I'm thriving. I'm, I'm, I'm kicking ass. I gotta be honest, you know, and it just keeps getting better each and every day. Okay. And I really mean that. And so that's thriving. So again, I want you to be be very careful with your words. Your subconscious mind is extremely literal, all right? So say, I lost a lot of weight on keto. Fine. But, but say, I lost a lot of weight on keto, but I couldn't sustain it. Why? Because it was really difficult. I didn't like it. Be specific. Because the more specific about you are with the problems of it, the more you can articulate the plan you want to follow. Now, if you thrived on keto, again, you can utilize that. With, with the eating plan you're going to make in the program, you're, you can base it on keto, you know what I mean? Like you can use a lot of the keto principles, but soften the edges of it so you can can genuinely thrive on it. A, a, a lot of people will thrive. I believe in keto in terms of like cutting down the refined carbs. Absolutely. I cut down the refined carbs. I don't really eat refined carbs Monday through uh, Friday, but fr- Friday afternoon. Okay. I don't eat carbs, you know, usually. Now occasionally they get in or whatever, but but mostly I don't I don't want to eat any, right? That's the goal. So that's a keto ish mindset. I'm not trying to get in ketosis i mean that's again that's a level like what are you doing you want to live your life they made that diet for epileptics i mean it's not no one lives there's no society lived in ketosis you know like it's a strange goal so again we get so desperate i just want to lose the weight but again get more specific about what you want um biggie says intermittent fasting is not about calorie control most importantly it's about managing insulin resistance yeah 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 for sure um but it is it is also about calorie control though you know what i mean like um for sure for sure but there's a bigger philosophy going on you know but at the end of the day um, and I love intermittent fasting. I think that that now, again, the intermittent fasting I live is I stop eating six, seven o'clock at night and I start seven o'clock, eight o'clock the next morning. So it's a 12, 14 hour intermittent fasting each day. Um, I don't like to do long multiple day ones, but that's me. Again, my goal, my, my golden rule is that there's no right or wrong. there's only what works for you. Okay. So you do the things that work for you. All right. Um, Hey Susan, how you doing? Good afternoon. Another member of the program. We have a whole program itself. Then we're, great, we're great in here. Agree big on lifestyle changes instead of restrictions, but having a host makes that much more difficult. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I'd agree with that. My whole health and mental well-being improved. Yeah. Good job, Joe. Bloat every time I eat. Yeah, I hear you, Sunflower. I do too. And um, I'm very sensitive to food. Um, I mean, I I, I I didn't have like food allergies, but I would... I would regularly eat and then feel like shit, you know? And um, that, that's part of the process though. Like, see what you're doing is like, you might eat and then you bloat. And you're like, oh, I feel terrible. Why would I do that? What's wrong with me? Blah, 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 blah. But I'm using that feeling like shit and I'm using it to reframe how I think about the food. So the next time I'm tempted to eat that food, I want to reconnect to that feeling of being bloated and feeling like shit. And that takes practice, okay? But that's a big part of what we do in the program. It's like, it's really reframing it, reassociating. So I've looked at ice cream. Ooh, that ice cream looks really good. A simple way to put it is, most people think about food in terms of the consumption. Like, oh, should I eat that ice cream? They're thinking about eating it. Me, I think about the consequences 10 minutes afterwards, that bloat you're talking about. And so I've subconsciously oriented myself to when I think about what food I want to eat, I now primarily think about the consequence that's five, 10 minutes after I finish eating it. And so I don't have to... Stop myself from eating it. I just, when I'm thinking about if I want to eat it or not, I'm not just thinking about how it's going to taste. I'm playing that movie out till 10 minutes after when I'm like, oh, why'd I eat that? I feel like shit now. And so I think about both of those when I'm making the decision. And as soon as I think that, I'm, "Eh, you know what, maybe I'll skip it. But but I, if that didn't rely on willpower. I want to make that clear because what most people are doing is trying to rely on willpower. They're only thinking about the consumption. They're like, oh, I could eat. Oh, my, my chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Oh, I could eat chocolate chip cookie dough. Ooh, I, I shouldn't eat it though. I want to lose weight. No, but I could eat. Okay. Remember how it tastes? All that. I get those big chunks of cookie dough. I love chewing those. Oh, that's so good. No, no, you shouldn't eat it. You shouldn't. Eat. You see, I mean, that's the process most people are doing to try and stop themselves. Me, I'm saying, oh, cookie dough ice cream. Ooh, that would be good. I like that but five minutes after i eat i'm gonna feel like I, I got all the sugar in my body i got the dairy i feel bloated i'm pissed off at myself i don't want to eat that i ate at night you know what i mean now i'm looking at that and i'm saying mm, i'm by doing that process i'm reducing the desire so it does that allows me to not have to rely on willpower so It's a way more strategic approach and you don't just do it you got to practice it you know but that's the core technique i use to make great food decisions you know um Girls change worlds. Exactly. My son is epileptic and lives strict keto. Very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But again, that's a totally different motivation. You know what I mean? So it's like people just want to lose weight trying to be strict keto. It's like, I I don't know what you're doing. I mean, I get it. You're so desperate. You just whatever. But I don't know. Anytime you're dedicating yourself to some plan that you're just white knuckling it, it's like, I don't know. You're just wasting your time. I would take all that time and energy and use it into creating a plan that I wanted to follow and that worked for me, you know? Yes. How it makes you feel has been a game changer for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know that, right? Now I only drink coffee once a week at that. Super, super. I'm 21 and I'm over, very overweight and I'm on keto. Yeah. I get it, B. You know, it, it's, you, you do keto because that's the, that's the thing, right? You know what I mean? Um, and again, like I said, there's nothing wrong. Like, like, and let me tell you this, okay? So you're gonna keep doing diets, you've done diets. Let me just say this to you. Um, they've worked, they haven't worked, they, they ultimately don't work. But I want you to look at them and, and don't just say like, oh, I didn't work anymore. Or I did it and then I couldn't do it anymore. I want you to look at them and say like, cause some of the things work, right? So if you're doing keto and it's like, you're losing some weight, it's because you've re- you've reduced the refined carbs, okay? And so maybe you can't stick to strict keto. You don't need to stick to strict keto to lose weight. You just need to reduce the refined carbs. Right? This is what I'm saying, like, you're all or nothing in your thinking. You need to become all or something. That's gonna help you tremendously. So most people think like, they start their plan down here doing nothing, okay? And then they go straight up to all. I'm gonna do everything perfect. And then they go, they can't do it anymore. They go right back to nothing. The biggest difference it's gonna make in your weight is not to become all forever because you're never gonna be all all the time. The biggest difference you can do is to raise the nothingness to something. That's how you master your weight. I, I hope that makes sense, you know? Um, what, don't you eat potatoes or rice during the week? I don't know what rise means, but I eat potatoes during the week. Um, I like potatoes. Again, potatoes are one of those things, you know, it's like, Jesus, can you not make the distinction between a, a potato, <laughs> like a potato with like some, uh, yogurt on it, as opposed to a potato that's fried in oil or a potato that's, uh, you know, I'm blanking on potatoes. Oh, that, you know, all the way we eat potatoes. <laughs> a lot of times it's not the potato, it's the way it's prepared. Do you know what I mean? Like a potato in itself is not a, an unhealthy thing. You know? So I eat potatoes. Um, I came off my medications on keto. Oh, okay, great, great. So that's the thrive. Yeah, sure, sure. So again, you know, like that's what I'm saying though is like, here's what I say. Like, like with the keto, like you said, right? So I, keto, I thrived on it. Okay, well, let's we'll just stick with that word for now. You thrived on it, but I couldn't stick with it. So what we're gonna do through, the, through our program here is we're gonna keep the aspects of keto that work for you and we're gonna figure out how we can get it so it becomes stickier so you can do it. Because there was parts of keto and it might have been the all. Again, that's the big thing. Ketosis is horrible in the sense that ketosis probably has the biggest like knockback effect. And what I mean by that is that all diets do, I metaphorically think of diets. It's like you get yourself on like a tightrope. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're, you're like, you climb up all that, that shitty, skinny rope ladder. You don't know I even mean? climb up there and then you start stepping on the, the tightrope and you're way up in the air and you're nervous. That's like kind of like a diet feels like, right? And then you fall and then you fall. And then it's like, why is it so hard to get back on track? Well, because you got to go through that whole really hard process again, get back on there. And then it's it's all, the whole thing is just overwhelming and anxiety inducing. And so um, in my program, I think of, I think of the process as like you ever seen those balance beams that are on the floor, <laughs> right? Like that's how easy it is to get on my program. So it's like, yeah, you're gonna fall off of that even sometimes. But once you fall off, it's like, oh, I will just get right back on it because it's just like well, I'll just step right back on it. I'm not scared. I'm not nervous. It's easy to do, right? And that's the biggest thing I notice with people in my program. I, I always love this. I have to point it out to them because they're not used to thinking this. But it's like we'll get on the call and I'll say, oh, how was the week? Like, oh, it sucked last week. Uh, my, my sister came out and we were drinking and eating. I got, totally blew my plan. It, it sucked. I overate everything and da 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 da. Okay. And I said, well, all right, well, where are you at this week? Yeah, okay, well, Monday I got right back on and I'm, I'm on it now, but last week I totally blew it. I said, hold on. <laughs> Let's just stop for a second. Let's back it up. What did you just say about this week? Yeah, this week I'm right back on it and I'm I'm going great. But what about last week? And I said, think about what you just said. You just got right back on your plan. How many times have you gotten right back on your plan on a Monday? <laughs> and why? That's why I say to you, the five two plan that I talk about, five days of clean eating, the two days of pleasure eating. What's happening there, right? Is that, yeah, you're like, okay, five days on and then two days of pleasure, cool. But how about this part? Then there's the two days of pleasure and then there's the five days of clean. This is the magic, because every week you're practicing getting back on track that's the most important skill you need to master your weight. It's the skill you never fucking develop. <laughs> you never develop it. You never know how to get back on track. The only time you get back on track is when you're in this really emotional, painful state. Oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I saw a picture of myself. I can't big. big. I got to lose the weight. And you're all emotional. And you get back on the track. You don't know how to just get back on track consistently. You're not good at it. And that's your biggest problem losing weight is you're not good at that. So my program, again, it, it's my program is so good. I, I talk about it sometimes. I'm like, I just can't believe I've made this. Because it's been a journey. You know, it's, it's been hard. No one taught me this shit. I had to learn it on my own. 5,000 private weight loss sessions, you know, 50 books a year, constantly working on this stuff, studying it, practicing it. Then here I am. No one's doing this shit like I am. I can't think of anyone that's like has a weight mastery plan A. And I don't know anyone's got this history of working with actual people. You know, with real practical challenges. You know, it's so easy. To, I, I see people, like, oh, just do this, just do this. I would never do that to you. You know, I could do that. I could sell a diet. You know what I mean? Like, oh, just do this. I know that wouldn't help you because you got to change your mindset. Anyways, um, pomace. What's pomace? Pomace. Aren't that those apples? I eat apples if that's what an apples is. Cheese, bacon, butter bits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You put those on potatoes. Um, another great day of work in the program. Self-care and love is wonderful. Yeah, Susan, there you go, right? That's what I mean. It's like, I it's so always joke, right? So if you are thinking about starting the program, I always joke, my program is probably the only weight loss program on the planet that you would start on a Friday. <laughs> go, go sticking with that metaphor. Because like, imagine your diet, right? Think about your typical diet that you're gonna start, right? And you have to start, a, you gotta wait till Sunday, right? Because why? Because you need to get yourself all psyched up. Because what are you gonna do on Monday? You're gonna cut your calories by 50, 60%. Holy shit, <laughs> That's a tall order. Huh? That's, a, that's a lot to take on, right? What a crazy thing to do, you know? But that's what you're going to do. And so, my program, imagine like you start, you join up today, right? And so, what happens? Well, you get, you get access to the membership and maybe you start watching some of the trainings. Cool. But it really starts tomorrow morning and you wake up and you're like, oh, you know, wiping the sleep out of your eyes. And you look at your phone and it's like, um, oh, there's a message from Jim. Oh, here's my session. It's a five minute hypnosis session. So, you sit somewhere quiet and relax for a moment. You can kind of close your eyes. And you listen to this session, you put all this good stuff in your brain and you're like, oh, feels nice. And next thing you know, you go about your day and you're like, because you had all this positive stuff put in your head, you're like, you know, you're kind of slower, you're calmer. You're like, oh, maybe I'll have some water. I feel like I'm kind of thirsty. Maybe I'll have some fruit. You know, maybe I'll take some. And you just do it naturally, you know. And then you go tonight, tomorrow night, and you're like, oh, here's my sleep noses session. I to listen to this 10 minute session. I kind of like these. It felt nice that morning one. In 10 minutes, you listen. Now you're all relaxed and calm. And it's like you go to sleep and you sleep great. And you wake up the next day. And it's like, oh, another one? Oh, cool. It's a new session, right? And you listen to it and you're like, oh, this is nice, right? Now you start looking forward to it. Do you hear what I mean? Like, when's the last time you look forward to a diet? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, come on, folks. I'll try give me the keys of the kingdom here. You know what I mean? I'm always afraid of overdoing it. Whoop, where does that one say? I'm always afraid of overdoing it during the 20, that 20%. Yeah, no, I get that. But that's because your your twenty percent is just spontaneous. You know what I mean? Like like or it's like that's what I'm trying to say. Like I overdid it when I first started doing this, it'd be five days on, the two days off, the two days off I would way overeat. And I wouldn't drink water because water was like hard for me. Like I want to tell you, drinking my water was one of the hardest habits I installed in my life. So I remember at one point there there was a time in my life where I was like, okay, the weekend, I'm going to take a break, you know? And then I was like, I'm not drinking any fucking water. I'm sick of trying to drink water. I'm going to take a break. And so I did that for like a couple months and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, every weekend I feel worse. Like I feel so dry and like Mondays I'm tired and da, da, da. And so that was the magic. That's what I'm trying to tell you. When you stop trying to force yourself to do something, but you have structure, um, what ended up happening is I want to drink water. You know, and now I drink one to two of these every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, because I really want to. Now I appreciate how important it is. So here's the thing. You're afraid of what we're doing on 20% because you never practiced that 20%. I used to overeat that 20% too. And what happened is because I did it every weekend, I started to gain awareness of it and I started to create strategies and I started to optimize it. And so now that 20% when I'm eating for pleasure, now I'm consuming pretty much the same calories I do on a Monday through Friday. It's different foods. It's a different structure of how I'm eating. It's a different layout, but it's the same thing. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm hyped. It's Friday, out. Like, my daughter's about to be on a play. I'm so excited. But it's like, I'm just thinking my program is so good. Like, it's just its just something else. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's all the PYT people are in here or something. I don't know. but So, I might be able to do keto. Yeah, Jill. I would start with keto. I would take the parts... Listen, this is Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was a legit martial artist, okay? And he was a philosopher. Came up with his own martial art called Jeet Kune Do. He would study everything. He would study fencing, boxing, Kung Fu, Taekwondo, anything. He would take what works and discard the rest. That was the philosophy. And that's what Program Yourself Then is built around. It's about you building a program that's built for you. And so you take the parts of keto that work for you, and we let go of the parts that don't. And you create a plan where you're able to genuinely thrive. And you can start with a keto, so you're starting with an advantage. All of you are. You all have some plan that's worked for you at some point. But the problem is you're so rigid trying to follow that thing that you don't make it your own. You're so, again, that all or nothing, thinking makes you inflexible once you get flexible you can take the things that have worked for you and start with that and then optimize and tweak them so that they truly truly work for you yeah so yeah you could absolutely do keto but it's going to be jill's keto do you know what i mean built for you a a, a weight loss plan built for one person jill that's what you're going to do i'll come back in a few weeks and update you thank you good mindset healthy food five days and two yep um yeah start with that and again here's the thing too I, I know take it or leave it but it's not about weight loss at first you know what i'm saying like you've got to stop just focusing everything on weight loss you know because you have to start getting into a five and two schedule you know what i mean and so just get used to that first don't worry about the weight loss just get used to five and two and then once you get used to that then you can start optimizing and tweaking it for the weight loss piece how long did it take you to rewire your brain um, since I've started, it's taken me 30 years. I'm joking. I know the question you're asking. Um, I, I can't tell you how long it takes, but it's fast. It, it's, and when it's not fast, at least you understand what's going on. You know, right now you have no control over any of this. It's like your motivation is just based on the moons and the planets aligning. You, you have no idea. And so all of a sudden with this process, you understand that. And you're always working on it. I'm always, always rewiring my brain. I'm always on this path. Um, so there's no finish line. Which is a good thing, because it's always interesting. There's always evolution and growth, so it's a lot of fun. I cannot stop midnight stacking; It's ruining my life. Yeah, the midnight snacking's tough, you know? Um, But again, if you were in the program, that's the first thing we would focus on and work on. Um, And I will tell you this, that a lot of times people look where the problem's presenting itself. And um, where the problem presents itself is not where the problem originated from. OK, and so a lot of times the midnight snacking is a consequence of what you were doing earlier in the day. Maybe you're not eating enough. Maybe you're not nourishing yourself enough. Who knows? Um, that's a usual cause of, of binging, snacking too much at some point. So I'll just give you that. Um, so is your program keto? Just t- tuning in on this conversation. No, no, no. My program is diet agnostic. You could follow anything. Um, I'm a pescatarian, pretty much a vegetarian, um, but I help people that are carnivore, that are keto. So I don't give a shit. I help you eat how you want to eat. You know, that, that's the secret. And that's the importance too. You've got to customize your eating plan for you. You know, you can't just have someone who's never met you and that you don't know, just tell you, oh, this is how you should eat. You know, it's crazy. Imagine someone, oh, this is the movies you should watch. This is how you should dress. Like you need to decide for yourself how you're going to eat. But that takes some effort and work. But once you have it, you got it for life. I know exactly what I need to be satisfied, to live at the goal weight I want to do, to nourish myself, to be satisfied, to not be hungry. I know exactly how to eat and I love it. So uh, that's a huge advantage for me, you know? Are you restricting during the day? Yeah. See, Jill already knows, right? Jill already knows. Um, make try to occupy yourself with a movie or yoga. Um, yes. Yeah. Restricting during the day. There you go. Right. See, Jill? And that's what I mean. Jill just started the program. She already knows the questions to ask. You know, it's a, it's a paradigm shift. That's the biggest thing. Weight mastery is the most practically helpful concept I've learned in years. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Vicky. Yeah. That shift is enormous, right? Because it feels more doable. You know, weight loss is just that sprint. And you've tried it so many times and you can't do it, so you don't even believe it anymore anyways. So reframing it to weight mastery can be so freeing, you know, because there is no finish line. You just keep working on it, you know. It's like learning to play an instrument. You never learn it. You just keep getting better at it, you know. It happens after I sleep. I wake up craving a snack during the night. Yeah, probably because you're, you're really hungry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Pork rinds of cream cheese. Uh, yeah you're amazing thank you oh thank you very much I appreciate that you're near welcome I've lost almost 100 pounds on keto and I'm trying to get to a healthy weight now good job good job just jumped on will you explain what 5 and 2 is yeah 5 and 2 is just the eating plan um in the program that we talk about where you eat clean the intention is to eat clean for 5 days and then 2 days for pleasure you know and we structure that and so um, you you know you, you develop that you know and you work on that um yeah, 100 pounds, pretty amazing, that's great. All right, everyone, we can get out of here. Again, if you want to go further with any of this, you want to find out about the program, if you want to join the program and, and take the next step, um, go to my bio, click on that link, and even if you don't want to do the program, go get the hypnosis session and listen to it. Um, watch the training that's right on the page after you opt in. It's 30 minutes, it'll change the way you think about weight and put you on a new path, all right? You owe it to yourself, right? And if you're really serious and you really make a commitment, do it now. It's springtime, April 1st, great time to start a plan. All right. And then uh, we'll be working together next Tuesday and Thursday. But all right, everyone. Have a super weekend. Talk soon. Bye.